Hi, this is Bill Arnold. Missed a show or need me talking to help you sleep tonight? I have several solutions to that situation. Here are the podcasts from the show. You are the best for listening and supporting Faith Radio. Welcome to Afternoons with me. I'm Bill Arnold, and it is uh, Wednesday, and it is the Sunburnt Series. We're going to continue. Dr. Peter Kapsner and I try to do something a little different every Wednesday during the summer, and today will be no exception, Peter. It will be no exception. And I have to say, Bill, that the guests that we're going to introduce in just a minute, they are definitely the coolest people that I've met in 2021, and I'm pretty sure it's not close at this point. Wow. That's a pretty nice endorsement. Yeah. Really? No, I am not making that up. Okay. You know, I am prone to hyperbole, oh, yes, but, you but, are. but in this case, there is no question about it. Like the cool, I, I spent about ten minutes in the green room beforehand with our guest that's in studio yes, today. Yes, and truly the coolest person I've met this year. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. Because yeah. you know, we do our little opening thing, of course, and we don't know how long this is going to go or how good it's going to go. We may not even bring him on. No, oh, that's very true. I mean, you and I can easily kill fifty-five minutes. <laughs> no, no problem at all. It's not a good fifty-five no, minutes. We, we didn't say that. We yes. can kill it. We can. And uh, what is the topic today, Peter? Well, it sounds like we're going to get into some Bible study materials that are very accessible for yes. the common person and, and easily gotten as well. And boy, oh boy, in my years of teaching, you know I've talked about this on air a number of different times. I've seen biblical illiteracy just plummet yep. among my students. And I teach in Bible classes. I teach in ministry classes. And it's amazing to me the the limited knowledge uh, that I, I have to do so much work with the students just to get some Bible background before we even get into the topics. I used to not have to do that because I assumed a base of knowledge that they just simply don't have anymore. Yeah. So here's how I, I came across Zach. I'm uh, looking at some videos online, and this video pops up about uh, the Bible study, uh, one-year study of the Bible and how it relates to you. And I'm watching this guy on this video, and I'm going, who is this guy? He's <laughs> He's energetic and good looking and he's got all this personality and I coolest go, person of 2021 i'm telling you <laughs> okay i'm just saying, i mean he is I'm, I'm just saying so who is this guy right so literally the next night i'm in uh downtown excelsior i kind of where you live right and i'm uh, visiting a friend's uh business and I, I come down the stairs and he's standing in the street that he, is he not true you literally ran across him in the street yes he doesn't even live in town his parents do but he doesn't and he's with his parents that's so, like divine appointment stuff. It's totally divine appointment. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the window of me seeing him running into him was about 10 seconds. Really? Yeah. 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 And I, I looked at him and I said, I just watched your video last night. You cannot make that stuff up. No. You absolutely cannot. It's a God moment. It is. It is. And we don't use that lightly. That's no. really a true thing. No. And I think we're running out of time, so we, we won't have time to bring him on. But <laughs> this is so interesting, Peter, that it, you and I would have this conversation. It, 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 devastatingly interesting. So, indeed. <laughs> yes. But our, our guest, Zach Wendell, has helped thousands of people understand the Bible better and grow, and grow closer to God. And he runs the brand Sunday and is the author of several books, including The Bible Study, 
the best season planner and the Sunday Journal. He lives in Florida, and he's here with us today. Zach, welcome. Hey, thank you guys so much. I'm so happy to be here. I was waiting for you outside of that hotel. <laughs> it's called, it's I, knew called, you, I knew you were going to be there. I knew what you stalking. did. It's called stalking. Yes, it is. Well, I, it's <laughs> creepy, it is. Zach. Yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> we don't call it that down in Miami. We just call it running into somebody. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. So let's hear your story. Yeah. It's a good one. So thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so I grew up in Minnetonka. Uh, Minnesota. So uh, Minnesota boy at heart. Um, My childhood was way different than a lot of people. My mom is a four-time cancer survivor. So from four to 15, she was in and out of the hospital. I know you've actually met her before and spent some time with her. Amazing. And so that whole process. There you go. I know. You're good. Thank you. You know people. I do my homework. (laughs) He does know people. (laughs) Wow. Um, And so uh, growing up with that was kind of transformational to uh, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and so through that whole process, I learned how to be incredibly grateful for every single day, be incredibly positive. I, I saw God move in miraculous ways every single year. And even though I was seeing God move, I still hit college and I fell away from my faith for, for years and years. And I didn't, uh, in 2014, I hit a spot where I was like, man, I don't even know if I want to consider myself a Christian anymore. I don't know if I want to do this and be associated with a lot of other Christians. And it was really kind of an inward struggle of, okay, I believe in God, but I don't want to be part of what I see going on around me. And so I hit a spot where I was like, God, I'm going to give you two years, prove that you're real. Otherwise, like I'm walking away from my faith. And like, who are we to barter with God? But <laughs> that's, that's how my conversation went. Yeah. And that night I ended up deciding to move to Australia um, nine months later, because what else would I do? Yeah. You know? And so moved out to Australia to study the Bible very intensely um, for a year. We were studying 12 hours a day, six days a week. So if it was Genesis week, for instance, we would read through Genesis five times and develop our own curriculum based on um, what we read. And so after nine months, I had 40 pages of notes on every book of the Bible. And I moved home and I was like, what am I supposed to do with this now? Um, so I started teaching a small group just at my house and it was really impacting the people that I was, um, going through the content with. And I thought that I needed to, um, get it in front of more people's hands. And so what I'm talking about now is the Bible study, which you're, which you're holding. Um, I ended up spending a year developing that and it began to take off. And now we've helped hundreds of thousands of people grow closer to God. And every single day it blows my mind because it's a tool that I would have created for myself. And it just so happens to be something that other people, uh, vibe with as well. The materials are really very accessible. I showed you this, Peter, and you saw this, and it's laid out very well, and it's got great questions, and uh, I, I love the provocative questions as it takes you through each book. Thank You've you. got the Old Testament, the New Testament, and then yep. all kinds of other cool stuff. Totally. Yeah, We the, the Bible study is two books, so you have Old Testament, New Testament. You go through the entire Bible over the course of a year, and so you're actually reading through the whole Bible, and this is kind of a guide to help walk you through it. And then, yeah, we have other products like the Best Season Planner. We have a trivia book and a youth edition, things like that to help all, all walks of 
faith. Yeah, let me ask uh, Peter one of the questions out yeah. of the book. Uh-oh, yep. yeah. here we go. <laughs> Metaphorically, do you know what that word means? Uh, I'm already a little okay. lost, but I'll keep following <laughs> you if I can. <laughs> Metaphorically, have you ever been thrown into a lion's den and had to rely on a godly intervention? If so, what happened? See, that is such a good question. It is, isn't it? It, it absolutely is. Yeah. And and I think those are some of the things that um, make the scriptures come to life as part of this study, right? And, and the answer is absolutely yes. I don't need to bore you with the stories around those no, things, but, but I know those stories for yeah. sure. And so... You, there's a way of identifying with the historical character in the historical circumstance that also draws you into it because God is the same uh, yesterday, today, and, and always. And so you're going to be faced with common circumstances that the, the characters of Scripture. And so, Zach, I'm assuming some of what you wanted to do is make these dusty old uh, flannel graph characters come to life in a way that it intersects with our own lives. 100%. That was the biggest thing because it's like I grew up with these stories and the Bible was so intimidating to me. Mm-hmm. I was so overwhelmed by it. Where do you start? How does it relate? What's the big picture? And so from me being at a spot where I didn't know what to do with it, I also understand that a lot of people my age don't know what to do with Mm -hmm. it. And so this was a tool that is able to help everybody really get at least the basic understanding of your faith. It's not super in-depth theologically, but it does give you a full understanding of the the basics. Mm -hmm. Here's another question. Have you ever thought you were doing things right only to find out that you were going against God's plan? <laughs> if so, when? I'm just going to make no comment uh, on that so. one for sure, Bill. For Ooh, sure, no who comment wants to on that. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Live on the air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and again, that's part of it. But I think what you're doing with this text is to, in order to get more deeply in and behind the scenes of the text and some of like these fancy words of hermeneutics and exegesis and yeah. all of that, you simply just need to know the text. You need to totally. know the stories. You need to know the verses, the passages, the books, all of those things that maybe I learned at camp on some level when For I was sure. growing up. But you're, you're helping people get familiar with the Bible so it doesn't feel so intimidating. We can yeah. ask questions like this. Absolutely. And I think there's so many people that are mid-20s, 30s that are just becoming believers like out of the gate. This is like all brand new to them. And they didn't grow up having the flannel graphs. They didn't grow up right. understanding these stories in Sunday school. So yeah, let's, let's equip people actually. Here's another provocative question. How do you show God that you love him? Obviously mm-hmm. obey his word. Yep. Yeah. Um, it, in what ways can you better position your hearts towards God this week? Good question. Thank you. Yeah. Those are good questions. Did you write I mean, all these questions, Zach? I did. Yes, sir. Wow, good for you. So when you were Thank rolling you. around in Australia there just studying the scriptures, was this some of even what you were coming to life with in your own spiritual journey? Because I know, Absolutely. I mean, it sounds like you had quite a season where, where you're walking away, but these sorts of things probably brought some some flame back to it all. For sure. I was approaching it like, okay, why why do I believe these things? I'm not I'm not good with the Christian answers to a lot yeah, of these right, things. Right. Like, don't don't tell me that the Bible is real because the Bible says so. Like, <laughs> tell me, like, give me actual facts so that I know how to how to justify my faith. And so, yeah, a lot of these questions came from that season of me just questioning all of it myself. Yeah. Now, Zach, when I, when I met you and, and I said, I'd really love to get um, a copy of your project and you sent it to me in a box and it was really attractive and it had yeah. all these resources in it. And I said, boy, would you be willing to give out a couple sets of this? Uh, and you said, yes. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We love your listeners. Thank you. 
So what Zach has agreed to is 300 sets. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> he literally just choked on his water in the studio as we speak here. So, yes, indeed. Every person that's yeah. listening. <laughs> and his business manager just gave me the dirtiest yeah, look. Yeah, yes, he's in the background here, yeah. looming for sure. He's, yes. No, no he's, he's, he's agreed to give, us, uh, give out a couple sets. So two sets. And if you want to get in on the drawing to win one of these amazing sets, uh, you're going to want to uh, text the word BOOK to 877-933-2484. Just the word BOOK, B-O-O-K, nothing else. And then uh, we'll get you in the drawing for one of these uh, sets of the Bible study, a one-year study of the Bible and how it relates to you. When you get this, you're going to smile like crazy when you open it because it's just filled with cool stuff. All right, we'll be back with Zach Windall as the Sunburnt series continues. Dr. Peter Kapsner and I are awfully glad to be hosting Zach. We'll be right back. Wendell is our guest. He is uh, in studio with us, lives in Miami, Florida. Uh, it's hot in Florida, isn't it? Oh, my goodness, yeah. to say the least. <laughs> yeah. I'm, literally, my wife was up here this weekend, and I think we convinced her to move to Minnesota because <laughs> it was so much nicer here. Yeah. I wear, sun, I wear SBF 2 million when yeah. I go out. <laughs> Especially on the top of your head. Yeah. 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 My, my dermatologist says, just don't go outside at all right. <laughs> for the whole summer. Unless you're in a hazmat suit. <laughs> exactly. So Zach has put together this thing called the Bible study, a one-year study of the Bible and how it relates to you. It is uh, a very accessible. If you feel like you want to uh, study God's Word with some people who might be new to God's Word, this is a great place to go. Or maybe if you say, I don't know if I know some of the Old uh, Testament books as well as I, I'd like. Totally. And and this will sort of get me back up to speed and, and uh, ask a lot of great questions. I think... The questions is what I just love out of this book, Zach. Yeah, thank you so much. That's, yeah. that's the main focus yeah. for sure. Now, Peter, you ask an interesting question. Yeah, top of my head. Which needs the sunblock as well, quite, quite clearly. I was just curious if you could say a little bit more about the accessibility for people who are not familiar with the scriptures. Because, again, I grew up um, with a camp song that would have taught, taught me the 66 books of the Bible, of right? Or I watched Veggie Tales, and that helped me understand totally. Josh and the Big Wall and, and, and you know, Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. all these people. But I am assuming more in your generation, you are seeing quite the illiteracy in terms of people of scripture. Do you, do you see that there's even an interest in it or is it kind of like, meh, I've kind of been there, done that. I mean, what are you yeah. seeing and how do you hope to, to encourage people with this? Totally. I think so many people are like, man, I'm in my faith now. I, I need to take this serious. I need to understand the Bible and it's so intimidating. I don't know how to do it by myself. And so they, all they need is a hand held through the process. So mm. I'm not trying to dive in and give you a master's degree on the Bible. Bible, like I'm just trying to help you get the overview, understand how these books do relate to you and make it actually a personal relationship with the word and with God through it. 
And you know somebody I know, and our, and our studio is actually chock full of people right now. You're the yes. only one on air, but there's at least one person in studio who's only 12 years old that has memorized, my understanding is, not 13 Proverbs, uh-huh. but 13 chapters Unreal. of the Proverbs. It's amazing, because I, I think maybe I have three Proverbs, and I don't mean chapters. I mean actual <laughs> I mean actual Proverbs, right, and there's right. stuff about making your path straight and fearing the Lord, and then, yes, you yes. know, that kind of thing. But I, I'm assuming that encouraging even just memorization, that you begin to sort of think in the realm of Scripture, that, that totally. it inhabits who you are a little bit as part of what you hope for. Absolutely, 100%. And and actually, like, knowing how it's going to impact you and, like, spending time memorizing Scripture because a lot of people don't do that or they don't see the necessity of that. So the fact that, like, we have this guy memorizing 13 chapters. And he's 12 years old. 12 12 years old. It's remarkable. Wild and so cool to see. Love it. Yeah. And and memorizing big chunks of Scripture is a significant step in, I think, growing in your faith. 100%. 100%. I mean, versus like a verse here and there. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, and I think in memorizing such such wide swaths too, then the verses find themselves in sort of context and are related to one another. Sometimes we yeah. sort of rip out verses and then we For claim sure. a life verse out of them. And, and maybe they don't always mean what we think they mean, yeah. but this is part of the help is just getting into these books and, and right. doing this kind of work. Right. So That's... I've got the book of Habakkuk open in, in Zach's study here. And I'm looking at this thinking, I don't know, how, how well do you know that book? Habakkuk. Prophet, minor prophet, right? <laughs> From what I understand, probably said things that didn't PhD. like about Israel. I do have a PhD, probably didn't like Israel about probably. maybe some things. So yeah, yeah that's, that's my extent. And so Zach's got this question. What was the first question that Habakkuk asked God? That's a good question. We should so ask Zach. 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 We, should, we should definitely <laughs> oh, ask Zach that geez, question. Louise. Yeah. Um, this this is turning into Bible trivia, and I'm, I, I I'm, get it. Yeah, no, <laughs> this, is get, this is our Jeopardy segment but, on the show, right, right. so yes. For 400. Yeah, but when you go through the study, you go, I would like to know that question. I would For like sure. to know this stuff. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and one of the other questions he asks in this particular chapter of the book, of the study is, what are some of the big questions that you tend to wrestle with? And if I ask that to my listeners, it's anyone want to uh, text me the big question that you wrestle with? I think that would be interesting. Maybe we could even address totally. one of those questions today on, on the program. I think that'd be great. Text that question over. Some of the big questions you wrestle with, the 877-933-2484. Again, 877-933-2484. Uh, we have uh, a couple of packages, these beautiful sets uh, that Zach Windall put together. It's the Study Bible, one-year study of the Bible and how it relates to you. And if you want to get in on that drawing, you can also text the word book to 877 877- Nine three three two four eight four. Zach, you must have been uh, somehow influenced by like the Mac computer, the way these things are packaged, right? When you open up a Mac computer, it just sings when you open. And then really, these packages are beautiful, and it's a lot of resources. We're not just talking one little workbook. Uh, Why don't you just talk us through maybe the different resources that are part of this package? Yeah, we'll send send the VIP box. I love that. I love that. I know, it's kind of a big deal. So we have the Bible study in there. We'll uh, we'll throw in the Bible study youth edition. That's just a 90-day version that that, exactly. So you're going to read through the whole New Testament in that. And then you'll get overviews of all the Old Testament books to really see how those relate. We'll also throw in Sunday Journal. We'll throw in uh, the Best Season Planner. And then we have something called uh, Sunday School Basics, which is seven basics of Christianity that you need to know. That one's great for new believers um, just to give out at your church, give to a friend, um, whoever could use that. I love that. We were talking about uh, Habakkuk or Habakkuk. I never yep. know how to pronounce that one yep. for sure, yep. right? Yep. And yep. I know it could be either way on that. Yeah. When you were working through, you talked about going through all these different books of the Bible while you were spending your nine months in Australia. Mm-hmm. Were there certain characters in Scripture that you had just never heard of that you thought, wow, I really can see myself in that story? 
I mean, the funny thing is there's so many people in Scripture that I had never heard of, yeah. and I grew up in the church. I was like, like my entire life I was in the church. I just didn't know the Bible at all. I didn't know Amos, Joel. I didn't know any of the prophets at all. I think one of the biggest things is I really related with Jonah, even though I knew who he was. I actually have a whale tattooed on my arm because I— uh, relate with him so much because I, I did fall away from my faith and I was running away and God pulled me back through it and uh, has begun to use me to also impact a lot of other people's lives. Was there, is there any part of that Jonah story where you thought, I actually don't want the people that I'm angry at to repent? And like, <laughs> like that, that's what I mean. That's part of all of our right. stories, I think, on some level, right? Right. 100%. Wanted to, wanting to do things on your own because you know that there will be some sacrifice ahead with that for sure. Hmm. So, Zach, explain a time. I'm going to ask you a question right out of, your, out of yep. the study guide that you wrote. Explain a time when you went above and beyond your usual ability because of an encouraging word from another person. Mm. Absolutely. That's I a feel big like deal. that Love happens that. all the time. I bet it does. Yeah. I, think, I think so often, like, life and death is in the power of the tongue. That's a mm. proverb. You, you got that one memorized? Oh, man. <laughs> I thought you would have. Um, but I think that's so important for all of us to continually be speaking life into the people around us because it does. When you get encouraged to do something, you feel like you actually can do it, even though even if you were sitting back just thinking through it, you probably wouldn't be able to. So I think even with this study, like out of the gate, w- before we even um, launched it, a lot of people were saying, there's no way you're going to sell that many. They're like, if you print a thousand copies, you're going to sell a hundred of them and be stuck with 900 of them. We sold out of a thousand within two months at that point. Mm. And that was years ago. And so just seeing, seeing how God has moved, even when other people weren't uh, encouraging me, having the right voices and listening to the right voices has always been one of the keys to success. Mm. Part of what's exciting about this study, too, is I know you are just strategically wanting to get it in the hands of everybody that you can and bypassing all the usual distribution channels and the publishers totally. and all of that sort of stuff. So you, yeah. even if they don't win one yeah. of the drawings today that we're giving yep. away, again, people can text book to studio at 877-933-2484 because we have a couple copies to go away. I think 300 is what yeah. I heard, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, we, false. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's extremely we have, false. Yeah. We have a couple <laughs> copies to give away. But even if you don't win in the yeah. drawing, I mean, this is at 38, 39-ish. Yeah dollars, right? You yep. just cut out all of these markups along the way to make it totally. accessible to anybody, really. Absolutely. We, we've we turned it, uh, the Brand Sunday into its own publishing company, essentially. So uh, everything's available on there, 38 bucks, some things 24, some things seven bucks. It's amazing because so. it's, it's, I mean, there's a lot of times where this kind of resource could be several hundred dollars at the end of the day. And so it's just amazing what you've offered for people here. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Zach, here's a question from a listener. You mentioned that during your phase of drifting, the answer is you were getting to the questions you were asking weren't satisfactory. What ultimately gave you the confidence that God is real? Yeah, I think I think actually spending time in the Word and spending time with God and praying into different things and learning to hear His voice was the biggest thing for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if I, if I do have these questions, I'm going to be praying about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrestle with it. I'm gonna find the answers in Scripture, see what Scripture says about it, and then see what God says about it, and and line it line it up with Scripture. So that's really kind of understanding, knowing the Bible really well, played into that. Yeah, we're gonna take a little break. When we come back, lots more with Zach Windall. He's written a, a Bible the, the Bible study, a one year study of the Bible, and how it relates to you. If you want to get in on the drawing to win one of these impressive packages, that'll be delivered to your door. Uh, text the word book to 877-933-2484 
And after a short break, we'll be right back with more of Sunburnt Series. Dr. Peter Kaffner and I are hosting Zach Windall, who has written a Bible study, the Bible study, one-year study of the Bible and how it relates to you. It's quite an interesting layout. It is very accessible, asks lots of great questions. Um, here's a question, Peter, on a scale of 1 to 10, where would you put your faith? One being, I'm a realist and don't think God can use me to do the impossible, or 10 being, if God says jump, I jump. <laughs> well, maybe it depends on the season of life a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely have found myself on sort of the one end of that continuum at certain times, but I, I actually have found myself in the 10 too. And I think the more you get immersed into scripture, one of the, the common themes that you see is how often God does say jump into the unknown. And, and I think for many of us, we want to have all the circumstances sort of dialed in. We want to have all of our ducks in a row. We want to have our pros and cons list completely, you know, balanced to the side of pro versus con. We make our decision. But when you read about these characters in scripture that Zach has got brought to life in, the, in these study materials, you see most of them just simply say yes to the big unknown variable ahead. And they trust that God will work it out. Even if it doesn't always work out according to plan or it's tough, they trust that God has got something in it. So, I mean, I've definitely been at the one, but I've also been at the 10. Yeah. Even if you've studied scripture for a lot of years, you might be embarrassed to ask somebody a question about a biblical character. Oh, well, but to Zach's point, there's so <laughs> yeah. many of them there, right? I mean, right. We, we, have, we have five kids. We try to name them off to scripture. We would need like a thousand kids yeah, to, right. to, to right. fill this gap. Yeah. So one of the nice things about the study is I've gone through a bunch of it is it does uh, fill in a lot of blanks and you go, oh yeah, that's who that guy is. Yeah. And you're kind of reminded without having to embarrass yourself that you're really ignorant. <laughs> well, again, VeggieTales did an okay day. job. I mean, the, the <laughs> cucumber and the tomato got us started, but there's a lot of gaps in there for sure. Yeah. So um, the the book study is called The Bible Study. And, I, you know, people start usually at the first of the year thinking, I'm yeah. going to get a program and I'm going to get serious. But totally. You can really start this anytime, can't you? Any time of year. Absolutely. And, and people pick up uh, in the middle. People pick up wherever. You can start it in September if you want, or you could hop in New Testament in September if you want it. And Zach, you talked about reading through the scriptures when you first got started. Yeah. The, the, the times that I've tried to do that in my life, I, I just fail miserably by about yeah. Genesis 17. I start, <laughs> right. I start tapping out at that point. So how did you like make your way through Exodus and Leviticus yeah. and Numbers, like all of these books of the Bible? And, right. and what did you learn even in some of the plowing through that you probably did? For sure. It's actually so funny because right now I'm doing on my Instagram story, we're going through the entire Bible over 90 days. Wow. And I think a few hundred said that they were going to do it with me. We have about two weeks left. And I think three people... <laughs> <laughs> Genesis 17, right? Up. That was, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Right. You get through about week one and then it slowly trickles off. Uh, for me, is like 
I, I think it's so important to, if, if it's not natural to you, put it in your schedule. Okay, cool. I need to write, read five chapters today. Throughout the day, however you get it done, maybe you need to listen to it as you're reading. Whatever you need to do to hold yourself accountable, um, just to do it once at least. Like we have our entire lives to dive into it, but understand the big picture. And three months, ninety days of of diving in isn't that much time. Did you find yourself at certain times in the beginning to sort of change from this? I'm going to plow through this to I actually can't wait to jump back in. Did you feel your heart and your mind change at all at certain times yeah. in the process? Absolutely. I think every time I read through the Bible, it's different. When we hit the minor prophets this time, I was like, man, I can't wait to get to the New Testament. But then other times it's like, I want to sit in Daniel for a while because I think I could spend a few months diving into those stories. And so every time it's different. I I love doing one or two full read-throughs during the year and then on my free time doing a little bit deeper of a dive. Mm. So when you were in Australia, did you do any uh, wallaby boxing? I tried to. I literally have a picture of it. Really? Have you, did you see that? No, I didn't. Because no, they're about three feet tall. Is that about right for a wallaby? Hey, so right before I, I just moved feel out like there, the conversation's waning a little bit. Yeah, right? no, yeah, sure, for, yeah, yeah. All this Bible conversation on a Christian radio station. We got to get to the wallabies right. here. So yes, <laughs> about kangaroos. Yeah, right. Right before I moved out there, there was a viral video of a guy that went up and got into a boxing match with a kangaroo, and I was like, how funny would that story be? So I went up to a wallaby. I got about two feet from him. Put up my fists, and he didn't punch me back. Oh, because I, I, I pictured you picking up your teeth with two broken arms. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> would have most likely happened. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you take on a wallaby. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no chance. That'd be my so, luck anyway. Yeah, but right, the story would have been great. That would have been in the Bible study 2.0. Yes. <laughs> so, um, how do you think we can keep a heavenly mindset during difficult times? I think seeing things from. Uh, Knowing scripture, understanding how God's heart actually is towards topics, and and seeing it from there. Really figuring out how to bring heaven down to earth in every situation. So looking at the positive in it, looking at uh, how to see it from, from God's standpoint. Mm-hmm. Peter, I think I got a question for you. You do? I Let's do. have it. Yeah. Uh, did all the peoples of the world populate through Adam and Eve's lineage and subsequently Noah's, or did God himself populate all the other continents and remote areas beyond Asia, Europe, and Africa. If not, how would you explain the world's population from a biblical perspective? Is, is this in Zach's study guide, or is this from no, a listener? This is from a listener. This is from a listener. <laughs> wow, that is, a, that is the, could you ask a little less controversial one, Bill? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I we yeah, early break. I, if, we might need yeah. to. I might go to the no comment card again. I'm so right Indeed, now. yeah, indeed. <laughs> well, it sure is, I mean, I absolutely, and, and uh, without getting too deeply in the weeds and studying whether this was a literal Garden of Eden and a literal yeah. story, I mean, it seems pretty clear that the intention of the Jewish writers at that time really meant that these events happened on some level. Now, whether there was another beginning of other people somewhere else is subject to debate, but I think that the, clearly the beginning we're talking about is Adam and Eve, and there was a real garden, a real uh, uh, male and female, a real serpent, a real thing happened there, and, and I think we need to attend to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can we bring the kingdom of God into our workplace? 
I'm looking at Zach right now. <laughs> yeah, don't look at Zach. No, yeah. No. Just, that's, that's I just answered a that, question. It seems like it's Zach's That's his turn. whole workplace. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah that's true. Literally. <laughs> but you it wasn't. You can't look at me. I work at a Christian radio station. Well, indeed. Well, it's actually a fair question because, you. I mean, this is part of your vocation as well. And I think yeah. there's probably a lot of listeners that know the overlap between vocation and kingdom life. And you don't want to sacrifice kingdom things totally. in the pursuit of having vocation. So there can be pressures, I'm assuming, yeah. of like, I want to bring this to market. I, you know, we need to make a living. But at the same time, you're not going to use God's kingdom so that yeah. you can make a living. So how do you balance totally. some of that stuff? I think a lot of people view Christian work as, okay, I have to be a pastor or I have to work for a church, but that's really not true at all. I think like if somebody's listening that feels that way, like you don't have to work for a church to be a mm. Christian. And so you can, you can be a Christian in your workplace no matter where you're working, whether that's loving the people that you're working with, showing, showing light and seeing things from a different perspective that they may not see. And that's just the, that's the biggest thing. Like you are there on purpose. You are there to be a light in, in the darkness or, or in, in the day-to-day monotony. And so if you can bring that joy and that love to your coworkers, I think that's game changer. So by extension, would you say that any vocation is actually a kingdom vocation and we don't need, I mean, whether you're a plumber or whether you're a teacher, whether you're a doctor, it doesn't really matter. All of it is a Christian vocation in the sense that you're trying to bring the kingdom into that. So you're not unique. And just because you have Christian materials that you're working with, it's not like you're super kingdom compared to other people. Totally. I think it was Luther that said something about like, you you don't have to put uh, Christian fish essentially on your shoes. If you're a shoemaker, you can just make really good shoes. Hmm. Love that. So when you study Hebrews 11, when you spent time going through that chapter, what, who was one of your favorite role models of faith? Hmm. That's a great question. I don't know. What do you yeah, so no, I mean, make Peter answer? Yeah. That's, that's serious. <laughs> We're putting a default <laughs> mic over here. So, I mean, I, there's, a, there's a number in there that I, that I really enjoy, but I really love the end of the passage when it talks about that there were people that did mighty acts that God really used them, but then there's other people who found their way into caves and they were, they were cut in two by the sword and like there were just awful things that happened to them as they followed God. And then there's this beautiful little poignant phrase at the end of that where it says that of these people who suffered on behalf of the kingdom and stayed true to the faith that said this world was not worthy of them. And and I hope that on some level, all of us in studio, the people listening and stuff, that we would live such a life that even if we were cut down for our faith, it would be because we're part of a different kind of kingdom that this world simply can't contain that kind of person. So I love that phrase uh, of whom it said that the world is not worthy of them. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, Zach, maybe give us some encouragement as to how we can discipline ourselves to speak words of life. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, Actually caring about the people around us, whether it's maybe sending them a text message, just encouraging them with whatever they're going through. I think so often it's easy to get stuck in the, oh, I'm having a bad day today. And then all of a sudden uh, what's happening to you snowballs and, and it just becomes worse and worse. And so if you if you have somebody around you that's that's really struggling or going through a tough time, speak life into their into their life shoot them a text message, say, say what, what God sees in their life, pull out the gold and, and encourage them in any way possible. Mm -hmm. How do you respond to people who make fun of your beliefs or mock you? Mm. You're you're, you're laying it out there having a Bible study, right? You are. Yeah. 100%. And, And we get it all the time. We get a lot of hate towards it, but I think I'm set on, okay, I have two or three things that I feel called to do. I'm called to uh, provide tools to help people further their faith, and I'm called to love my wife and eventually build a family. So if it, if it is not going against any of that, like, 
people are always going to criticize you. And I, I found out early on in life that you just don't need to listen to them. I mean, clearly you're, you referenced Instagram earlier. So you're yeah. out again on social media and totally. these different channels. And that can be a really difficult environment. So yeah. how, in light of Bill's question, too, yeah. in terms of people making fun of you, what do you see in the social media environment that... Do you just feel like you have to turn it off? Do you feel like you need to respond to people? How do you handle the situation? No, we get so many DMs and comments. And at the end of the day, it's it's funny because growing up, my mom was always like, if anybody's saying something negative about you, it's because they're jealous of you. So that always, I don't like your hair at yeah, all, Zach. I don't like your, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, so I'm just cool. saying. That, yeah. That is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of those cool glasses. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't like those either, Bill, as a matter of fact. You're right. right so, right. yes. And so I've been very, like, anytime that we see criticism coming in, I'm like, I take it with a grain of salt like mm-hmm. if it's if it's actually um if it if it helps me in some way then i'll then i'll take it into account but otherwise i've learned to brush it off mm-hmm. love it all right we'll take a little break but when we come back we're going to continue our talk with zach Windall. he's written a bible study called the bible study a one-year study of the bible and how it relates to you it's a very interesting package i think the one he will send out to the winners will have about six items in the box he will open it and think oh my it's christmas All you have to do to get in on the drawing is text the word BOOK to 877-933-2484. Again, 877-933-2484, and we'll be right back. an action plan where you can study God's Word, and if you're thinking it's summertime and now is the perfect time to start a new study, uh, Zach Wendell's got a lovely uh, study he put together called The Bible Study, a one-year study of the Bible and how it relates to you. It's very accessible, asks lots of great questions, gets you thinking, fills in lots of details about the, all the characters in Scripture. Um, and I'm just curious, Zach, when, where did you get this uh, this business acumen that you have? There's another big word. I'm <laughs> yeah, that's another. I'm still struggling with metaphorically. I know and now you, you bring out acumen. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's you in the dust. You totally do. It's the roadrunner. Thank you. <laughs> oh man, I think it, it goes way back to my childhood. When I was seven years old, I was making shark tooth necklaces on the beach in Naples, Florida, and I would walk up and down the beach with an armful of necklaces and sell them for ten bucks a pop. As a seven year old, like crushing it. Literally, my parents would take me out of school for like a month instead of uh, a week or two for spring break and they would just teach me and I would I'd learn for myself and then from there I was I was doing clothing lines and I owned a recording studio and I wrote other books and I yeah uh, the list goes on Hmm. but now you got very intentional with helping people study the Bible exactly and there's your love so what does it mean to adorn the gospel? Hmm. What an interesting expression. That is, Zach, that is a really interesting yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peter? <laughs> yeah, Peter. <laughs> you know, Bill, is that is that uh, from a passage of Scripture that says in Zach's book here? It's from the book of Titus. It is from yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, so I, I would assume that when we're in, because Titus does talk about adoring, seat, adoring things. Way. I know, yeah, no, thanks. Um, but I, I think the idea of adornment is to is to sort of bring attention to to um, to beautify to to show that it's of value and of worth, right? And so the idea of of bringing that metaphor to the gospel. Yeah, there is a, there's an absolute beauty and wonder to it. And, and I think it's interesting, just in light of your story that you told at the start of this hour, that you drifted away from the faith. I'm guessing that even part of it was rediscovering the beauty of the gospel, or maybe even yeah. discovering for the first time how yeah. beautiful the gospel can be. Because sometimes it doesn't sound or sense that beautiful, but it really is. When you start getting into the scriptural story, the wonder of God reaching into people's lives and just getting into the muck of their lives and saying, I can redeem you, you are mine. I mean, this is part of the beauty of it, I would think. 100% and, and actually making the faith important to you and not living out your parents' faith. Yeah, and right. I think so many people that grow up in the church, they're, they're just believers because they grew up going to church. And so actually making it personal, making it real, whether that's when you're five years old or 50 years old, like it's never too late to, to develop a new passion for the word and for the gospel. Did yeah. the God of the scriptures ever surprise you as you were going through? Like you probably had some pre uh, preconceived ideas of who God was, maybe yeah. from how you were taught or when you were rolling on the beach in Naples or what, <laughs> whatever it was when you read through the scriptures right. where you're like, oh my gosh, this is actually the God of the scriptures and yeah. how different than the God that I learned about. 100%, the entire book. Like <laughs> As I'm reading through it, I'm like, how did I not know this mm. and how did I not have a passion for it before growing up? Like I was always around it. And so, yeah, just really understanding God's heart towards things and, and who he is and what his character is and, and what we're called to do was life-changing. Mm. If you're just climbing into your car, uh, my guest, Zach Windall, says this in his book, I grew up in the church. I spent a ton of time at Christian camps, even working at one for the summer. I went to a Christian university. I wrote Christian books. But when it came down to it, I really didn't know what I believed. Yeah, I knew the basics, but that was it. Mm. Mm. It's so true. A lot of honesty. That, I, I try to be as transparent as possible yeah. so that people can't come at me later. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if there's a bunch of listeners that thought that's kind of my story, too. Yeah. You know, because you do, you do believe what your parents have encouraged you to believe. Maybe you've not ever owned your faith. Yeah. Yeah. But was there a sense, even uh, looking back, of some gratefulness that at least you're surrounded by a faith so that you had something to come back to? And, and maybe, and again, in a different kind of way, it was your own. You said yes on your own. Yep. But even. I think of a lot of parents that maybe are seeing their young people drifting, as is what's happening yeah. in the next generations, for sure. I see it with my students all the time. But there is a return, too, that does happen for many of them. And so totally. even thinking about your parents, and as you were drifting away, can you think about, gosh, how they were long-suffering in those moments with you? Absolutely. It was the seed that was planted to have their prodigal son come home. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they're always praying for me. They're on their hands and knees, constantly praying that I would come back. And, and my mom was always praying that I would develop a passion for the word. And like, I had never read the Bible before. And all of a sudden, one day it clicked and it was like, oh yeah, that's what I am supposed to do. Hmm. Did you just text her from Australia and said, mom, I'm reading <laughs> yeah, the Bible now. Yeah, like, yeah. how did this right. go down? No, I actually told her she was part of the whole process leading out to Australia. Hmm. And actually right before Australia came out, I was, I spent 90 days going through the Bible because I had never read it front to back. So I was like, before I move out to Australia, I want to actually have mm. an overview, quick read through. So um, I did that and that process changed my life. And then when I really dove into it, it was a whole different story. Mm. I'm looking at the book of Hebrews in the study section and the, you raised this question, describe Moses in five words. I'm going, ooh, you know, and then well, what other characteristics make Jesus better than angels? This is all studying yeah. out of Hebrews. Yeah. You know, this is the, the 
good kind of information you want to have when you know you're killing time in the DMV line. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. And, right. So get the digital the guy, version. Yeah, you say to the guy ahead of you, "Hey, I got something I want to tell you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your take on angels? <laughs> exactly. But just to think of you know describing Moses in five words, I'm going. Mm-hmm. All right. I, yeah. Yeah. Obedient. O- obedient. Faithful. Uh, yeah, but also um, leader. Yeah, all, all of the above. Yeah. Killer. Yeah, yeah. killer, ran yeah. away. Murderer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, coward. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Good well, stuff. and I would think, too, that uh, even reading, like, because you've read through the scriptures so often, when you get to these passages in Hebrews, when it talks about the rest or the Sabbath or it talks about Moses or it talks about Jesus greater than, and, and you, you probably see with greater clarity what Jesus all fulfilled related to the Old Testament story. And I'm guessing you can start seeing some of the connections between all of these different stories and the new. They're not, this is a beautiful unified whole in a lot of ways that I think we miss if we don't do the work you're doing. Totally. And a lot of people don't realize that or understand that it is one big book and we need to understand the entire book, see what the big picture is, see the scarlet thread throughout, Mm -hmm. see Jesus in every single book, even in a book that you wouldn't expect, you know? Yeah. So who's like one of the most motivating people you know? Because you're kind of a self-starter, aren't you? I am. Yeah, yes. which is cool. And I think everyone needs to be a self-starter when it comes to studying God's Word. Yeah. It's great to fellowship with people, but yep. if you're not getting up in the morning and having your quiet time and opening the Word totally. and listening for God's voice, you're missing a, a big one. And I think so many people think, okay, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to serve. They, they're they doing amazing things, but just being around Christian things doesn't actually improve your relationship with God one-on-one. And so a lot of people miss that time by themselves. Okay, I do need to actually spend time in prayer. I do need to spend time in the Word and and growing in my relationship, not my relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, just going to say you're talking about going through it right now with some people, and there's about three left of the hundred yeah, that started right. that you said. But are you guys in regular conversation then as you're working your way through it? Because I would imagine doing this with other people is really helpful. Absolutely. So my whole family is going through it, and then some friends just through Instagram, just through my DMs, basically. Yeah. That's where a lot of the encouragement and conversations take place these days. Zach, a listener named John wants to know, has God showed you more and more insights the more you read? Mm. Absolutely. And yeah. I feel like I'm overwhelmed the more that I that I understand and, and read it. I'm like, man, there's so much more here that I really need to dive into. And it, and it encourages me to spend even more time than, than I would before. My passion constantly grows um, the more that I'm, that I'm reading. And I'm guessing too, I don't know what all of your background is related to the scriptures. We had a classic question that we would ask in seminary all the time is that, would you rather trust an atheist who has all of sort of the hermeneutical tools and the exegesis and knows the Greek and the Hebrew yeah. and blah, 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 all of this kind of stuff. Right. Would you would you trust their take on Scripture or would you trust a believer who has given their life to Jesus as they're reading through Scripture yeah. and working with the Spirit? And of course, the answer is, is a bit of both, right? We need right. all of that. But I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that the insights, there's just flashes of insight that happen that I'm sure our listeners know too. When you read uh, a story, you read a passage, you read a parable, you read a teaching, it's like, oh my gosh. And I'm guessing even from different seasons of life, you read the same passage, but it comes alive even differently as the Spirit intersects with you in those moments. Totally, 100%. We see that, or I see that all the time as I'm diving into any new book. It's like, oh, wait, hold on. I didn't realize that this last time. And I'll look at my notes and I'll be like, wait, I was seeing it differently um, three times ago when I read Scripture. Mm. So, yeah, I feel that. And I love some of the encouragements you give, Zach. In the book, you say, pick one person that you know who is not a believer, write out a prayer plan for them and how you want to see God move in their life. Mm. That's pretty specific. Absolutely. We, we want to go actionable with things. We don't want to just go with our heads up in the clouds. We want to say, okay, how am I, gonna, how am I actually going to 
help the people around me? What am I going to pray for? And what am I going to believe that God is going to do in their life? Because we're in this together. So why wouldn't I love on the people around me? Did the question come even just from your own life? Have you seen that happen? I mean, I've got to believe you've been praying for unbelievers in your life, too. I'm wondering, sort of, do these questions come out of the blue for you, or do they come out of your yeah. lived experience in some level? I think most of them came out from lived experience, and then also just, like, family. Like, like we were just talking about, my mom praying for me to have a passion for the Word for years and years. And then one day, it just becomes true. Mm-hmm. How do you handle criticism? <laughs> You, you think about them being jealous of you. I don't like your hair, Zach, at <laughs> <Yeah>. all. <laughs> or your Good. glasses. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> That's been really fun, Zach. Yeah, uh, amazing stuff. It. Amazing uh, stuff. Really a God moment. I ran into you, and it was really nice to uh, get your uh, Bible study in the mail. When I opened it, it was one of those moments, like Peter, you said. It's like, whoa, what is, look at all this. It just kept coming out. It's like clowns coming out of a car. (laughs) There's another book. There is another book. There's a chicken in here. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got uh, two sets to give away. Uh, Thanks to uh, Josh and his business manager, Caleb, who's here as well. And all you have to do to get in on the drawing is text the word book to 877-933-2484. Again, 877-933-2484. Uh, another listener wants to know what, uh, how would Zach recommend for new believers to, to read first? Mm. Mm. What's your take on that? Yeah, I think there's definitely like begin in John or Mark or Luke, one, one, of the, one of the gospels to get to know Jesus. But I'm such an advocate of reading through the Bible front to back or at least chronologically so that you can understand the big picture right out of the gates. Mm-hmm. Really nice having you here. Thank you so much, Peter. Always great to be here for the Sunburnt series. Yeah, this is fun. I mean, we didn't know where this summer series was going to take us entirely when we decided to start to deviate from a, from yeah, a topic from week a topic. in and week out. And, and this has just been a, an incredible intersection of you just meeting Zach. On, I mean, I know you knew of him, but then to suddenly run into him on the street in, in a local village here was quite remarkable. And I bought so this shark tooth necklace from him. You on did? The yeah, I know. And yeah. I think it was $27 <laughs> yeah, now, it was not the $10 now. back yeah, in Naples cool days. I know. Yeah. He's, it's inflation for, <laughs> and for it's Zach. it's already so. falling apart. All right. <laughs> Zach, thanks for being here. Really yeah, nice we love to Thank you guys. Yep. Great stuff. That is the show we have for today. Thank you so much for spending time with me. And I, if you missed any of this show, you do want to go back to myfaithradio.com. Go to the Afternoons with Bill Page, and you can hear it from the beginning. Again, Zach Windall has been my guest. He's been generous enough to offer two sets of this Bible study to listeners. And there's a lot of people have signed up to try to be one of the winners. But you can text the word book to 877-933-2484. And regardless of how many people sign up, Peter, I think I get a set and you get a set. I, I think so. that's the way it's working. Yeah. I, I was texting in book all hour, Bill, so this worked out great. <laughs> I hope you have a great night. When you lay your head on that pillow tonight, know that God's working out his great plan in your life, and he loves you. I do, too. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.